Welcome to Ipsy Weird. Accepting volunteers to become a producer for us for a new intro. I mean, if we had like a decent audience of people, it'd be like we we could find like artists and fucking musicians. There's a whole bunch of people. There's so many people out there. I watch a lot of content, and a lot of their stuff is like fan made. Mm-hmm. Like they're uh, like sometimes their their logos are fan made, and they just make a deal with the, the their fan base. Like, hey, I'm gonna buy that logo off you, or like, hey, sweet, you made me a fucking track, sweet, and you play it for them. Yeah, no, I I'm I'm with you. Uh, we gotta get more than like four people though. Uh, yeah, like consistently more than four people. I mean, we've hit we've hit peak numbers before, like over tens, I think, right? But like, yeah, it's just around nine, <laughs> nine views in an episode. I said peak numbers over tens. <laughs> we're making a ton off that ad revenue that we're not getting. Yeah, none. There's no ad revenue. This far would be there'd be. It's never gonna make it that far. Yeah, we have to venture out and do other things. And then bring it back to this, and then we could probably like board games. Board games. I mean, but there's already like a good amount. Like the problem is, is YouTube is too like old now. So there's so like YouTube has fucking everything. I can go. I'll make a board game channel. I'll talk about board games and fucking play board games. There's thirty fucking channels that do it. Well, yeah, the, the market is overly saturated on everything. Everything yeah. on every little thing you could think you. Man, let me uh, let me fucking. I'm gonna sit here and uh, fucking build shit. Fucking thirty thousand people doing that. Yep. I'm gonna fucking play video games. Uh, a million, two million. For everybody fucking plays video games. Even reaction channels. Even reaction channels. But we can get that later. Yeah, I have an issue with uh, I have an issue with reaction channels in general. We can we can start with the reaction channel shit. All right, I mean, whatever. You had a you had a structure. I thought we were gonna stick to it. No, but I, mean, right. I just had I had a rough outline of like four ish topics. Okay. And it doesn't matter what order they go in. That's fair. We can um, get through them. But like a re- you you I've, I've explained this before. Like reaction channels do so well, you like to see somebody else experience something you enjoy. Yeah. Like I love the Lord of the Rings. Watching somebody watch Lord of the Rings for the very first time, it's good. But when they don't understand or they they can't follow it, it bugs the piss out of me. Yeah. I've watched someone play, like I watched somebody watch. The Lord of the Rings. And they when they got to the end, got Return of the King. They're the third fucking movie. You've already invested six hours. And now you're on the, the ninth hour. And they go... Spoilers. They they go, why doesn't he just simply throw the ring in there? So he didn't pay attention to the whole goddamn series. Like, do you not understand the power that that ring has against him? Yeah. Like, do you not understand the whole point of this fucking movie? The whole Yeah, the whole point was he couldn't just fucking... Get rid of it. It took over him. It controlled him. Yeah, it, it fucking consumed him. Consumed. That was the word I was looking for. Controlled. Whatever. You know, it's roughly the same thing. And it took. Uh, it fucking took Gollum. Not even Sam. It took Gollum to fucking take the ring, and they were fighting over it. Didn't he bite his finger off. When the movie, but I don't, I'm not sure exactly in the book exactly what happened. But it's still it's roughly the same. I haven't read Return of the King in a very long time. But uh, it's both the same where Gollum grabs him and they, they fall off together and then uh, Sam gets Frodo out. Yeah. But, like, if you've, you've already spent so much time, like, and you're invested in this world and you and you, you watch the first one and you really liked it and you watch the second one and you're a little bored, I get it, the second one's kind of slow. And But if you're not following along and you don't understand why Frodo can't simply throw the ring into the fucking fucking fire... 
the fuck have you been doing for the last eight hours? Yeah, I mean, and like in the whole series, it's it's the evolution of how much this ring starts to consume Frodo. I mean, in the very beginning, he's just wearing it around his neck. He doesn't he doesn't want he doesn't want it. He doesn't want to put this thing on, but out of desperation because he was about to fucking be killed or something, he puts it on. Not even out of desperation. It fucked the ring tricked him. That's what it was. Yeah. The ring because he's in uh he's in uh the end of the prancing pony mm-hmm. and he slips and falls and then it, the ring it, it was in his hand and it flew up in the like if you watch the movies it flew up into the air and landed on his finger the ring did that Frodo didn't fucking it was the ring fucking manipulating the situation to get it on his finger yeah and then he has used it a couple times to get out of sketchy spots yeah but it's because he's already he's already had it on he's like. Fucking, you know, I need to do this to get out of here. And he's, you know, sort of being consumed by it. That's why when he's the, the fucking, the Black Riders are following him. They're running underneath that tree. We're going off movie here. Mm-hmm. They're running under the tree and they're hiding there. He's like almost putting it on and not realizing and Sam fucking stops him. He's the ring. It's controlling him. Yeah. It's there for the, that's not even the argument I wanted to get into, but I, about, it was a different reaction I wanted to argue about. But that one pisses me off because I really love the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. No, I, I get that, though. I feel that. I feel that but in my soul. That will, that will help my argument here, maybe. I don't know. But, so, it's old news. This is old, old news. The, the Eminem versus MGK. Yeah. It's old news now. You know, it's funny you say that because, like, Kill Shot comes up in my YouTube playlist a lot nowadays. Um, whatever. I'm, I'm here for it. But like you have newer reaction channels uh, that start up and they, they need to follow the trends and they go, oh, well, everybody does Eminem and then they build their way up and then they do, I'm going to do, we're, we're going to react to this song and this song and they do the whole little, they do all like three, four songs. They do um, uh, Not Alike, then they do uh, uh, Rap Devil and then uh, Kill Shot. Yeah. Although technically um, it started on Tech Nine's song. Well, yeah, but yeah, but no one goes to that. Yeah, but yeah, they uh, and some people even skip the not alike because they don't even know. Yeah, but they they start off with MGK, and then they they then they go immediately and the next song they do is Kill Shot, and what that allows you to do when they do a back to back is immediately notice all the references mm-hmm. in in Kill Shot. Yeah, when you go to, when you listen to fucking Rap Double, you go. I personally don't like it when when I uh, when you have a diss track it needs to be a diss track not a song. Yeah, that's and I agree with that. And some of the shots MGK had, sure they're okay. Yeah, but they're, but they're not. Yeah, some of them are like eh, but fucking beard is weird. Yeah, those are whack. He has like out of the entire song maybe one or two good punches, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm stretching here. Yeah, I mean I think the the line about uh. I already fucked one rapper's girl this week. Don't make me call Kim. I thought that was decent, but still not like strongest bar. Yeah. Uh. It's a one or two punches, maybe. Then you go immediately into Kill Shot. Now you're a reaction channel. You just, just watched and listened to Rap Double. You're going into fucking Kill Shot. And then he immediately, right off the bat, the entire fucking song is uh, referencing and going back and flipping everything from fucking. Rap double. Yelling at the mic. Yeah, every little thing. Like, um, you're talking about Slim, he, like Eminem's old, 
and he needs to be on it. He's like, last time he saw eight mile was on a treadmill. Yeah, I was watching eight mile on my Nordic track. Yeah, <laughs> and you don't if you don't catch it, like you maybe you don't know what that that brand is. Maybe I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't either. I had to look it up. Yeah, but it's like you're like, hum, one second I'm watching eight mile, and he's like, oh, you go back to that. It's like treadmill. He's yeah, he was watching eight mile on his treadmill. It's like, and it's that throughout the entire song. Yeah. At the end of this person's reaction, I like the MGK one better. I can vibe to it better than this one. And I'm like, did you not listen to that fucking song? Yeah. Well, see, and here's here's where I sit on this. When they first came out, three years ago? I don't know. When they first came out, I too was like, MGK's song sounded better. But I didn't analyze Kill Shot. I only analyzed the song, the music itself. Um... After listening to both of them several times, um, I mean, it's clear, it's obvious that that Killshot went a lot harder than um, than Rap Devil did. Um, but that's just, it's, I mean, this is what Eminem does, man. Like, he even, <laughs> um, he even makes the line, um, oh, shit, uh, something about give Jada kiss. Yeah. Because he took out Jada kiss a long time ago, too. Uh, and he starts going, like, in this track against MGK, he starts subtly listing off all the people he's taken out over the years. Um, yeah, but you have Benzino, Ja Rule, Jadakus. Uh, yeah. You know, so he just he, he just attacks him. You know, um, are you eating cereal or oatmeal? What the fuck is in the bowl, Meal? I've taken a shit in it. I need reading material. Dictionary. Yeah. Um, like, and, you know, it's hard, right? It's hard because how do you, as a lesser-known artist... Like MGK, how do you go up against somebody like Eminem who who made his career off of Destroying rap battles? People. Yeah, he started, you know, here in Michigan, Detroit, the shelter, doing fucking freestyle rap battles. Yeah, and that's what he grew up with. And you've already witnessed him destroy two fucking people careers too, <laughs> like ended them. And then hey, the only way you go against them is you gotta be better. Yeah, you gotta be better can't compliment him in, in, the, in the song that you're trying to diss him on. And like I said, I've never even heard of MGK before this, this, this shit was coming out. And see, that's, you know, that's where you and I differ a little bit. I actually liked Holder MGK. You know, I liked his, his first album. Well, I mean, I just didn't bother to listen. Like, I, I was out of the... I dip in and out of music a lot. Yeah. And um, I, even right now, I'm dipping back out of music. I'm going back more heavy into, like, audio books and podcasts and other shit. Because music's not really feeling me right now. So like, and then my music, my music genres switch all the time. I'm in like death metal, fucking black metal shit, and then fucking next week I'm listening to fucking J-pop. Okay. Because why the fuck not? Okay. I mean, I can't say I do J-pop myself, but whatever. I respect it. That's your choice. Well, no, I mean, it, it was J-pop slash like metal. It's called baby metal. You ever heard of baby metal? So it was a mixture of J-pop and metal. And I thought it looked, it sounded interesting. I'm trying to imagine how that would sound. I'll play some after the fucking... Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. But, you know, you, you're exploring, you, you fucking... You look at everything. Like, I can't... I don't like to, like... I used to judge all the time. I still judge all the time when, like... You know, if, if I don't like something, I go, oh, it's trash. Or, like, you know, you just flat out say, it's all trash. I, you need to experience it. You need to know it a little bit. I got in an argument with a guy at work because he did not see the new Matrix movie. Mm-hmm. And 
he just kept telling me, why are you wasting your money to go see it? It's trash. I'm like, did you watch it? He's like, no, this guy told me it was bad. Okay, that's his opinion. You're saying it's bad, but you haven't seen it. You haven't witnessed it. You haven't watched it. So how can you tell me it's bad? You do not know. Yeah. I watched the goddamn thing. You can tell me it's bad. <laughs> I can tell you that they had a good idea, execute it poorly. Yeah. And I keep using that a lot. Every every little thing, like, like I'm talking about, about the insane cloud boss. They had a good idea, execute it poorly. Fucking the Matrix had a good idea, had a good premise, executed it poorly. So like, there's some there's some okay things in it. Some okay, some good ideas, just not done right, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, yeah. That's fair. That seems like a lot of the world these days. I wish I could give that kind of opinion on like the new Spider-Man movie, but I've still yet to see that too. I haven't watched it either. Um, uh, have you watched any of the? I've watched part of Homecoming. Okay, that's fair. I watched part of Homecoming, and then I'm like, man, this is just a fucking Iron Man, but a Spider-Man suit. Fuck it. That's almost true. Yeah, because well, and like they, the MCU does shape Peter Parker up to be like the next Tony Stark. Yeah, and it's just like. I get it. They didn't want to do a fucking origin story again because they've done it twice now. I get it. And like they needed to find a way to get him in there. And there's big problems with Sony and fucking Disney or whoever fucking owned Marvel at the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or is it, uh, who doesn't it's, matter? It's Sony. Yeah. Well, I know Sony owns like Spider-Man stuff, but Marvel has not always been Disney. No. Um, well, Marvel, like MCU used to be its own thing, but then, but, um, Sony had Spider-Man, Fox had X-Men. Um, yeah, right. Fox has X-Men, uh, Spider-Man was Sony, Marvel was his own thing, then bought up by Disney. Yeah, and then slowly they're kind of reacquiring everything. Like, they reacquired X-Men. Yeah. Um, but, like, they had to make it, they had to remake certain movies every so often in order to keep the contract. That's why there's, like, three different F- Fantastic Four reboots. There's only one additional Fantastic Four reboot. Whatever. And it was bad <laughs> because they wanted to keep the license. And that's basically, like, when you, the Matrix thing was Warner Brothers was like, we're going to make it without you. So the person who owns is like, well, you're going to make it without me. Fuck it. I'm making it. And then they made it just to make it so it wouldn't like, so it could, they could have their way with it. And it's just, there's so many like little in jokes and jabs and shit that don't need to be in there. And all this other little extra meta shit, you know, like fucking that doesn't need to be in there. That's kind of what ruins the movie a bit when you put all this meta shit in there. In fact, when they call out Warner Brothers themselves in the movie, like our parent company, Warner Brothers, blah, blah, blah. Like, fuck off. You're pulling me out of the movie because you're fucking making it all too meta. Yeah. And it's not good. And there's a whole other scene later on that is fucking just bananas of, bananas of bullshit. And you're like, why? This is it's supposed to be a cool fight scene. You got this. I'm not going to get If you haven't seen The Matrix, go, I don't know. Do something. Watch it's on it. HBO Max, right? Don't, don't spend the money in the theaters. If you have HBO Max, just watch that. Yeah, so my buddy bought me the ticket, so I didn't have to pay for it. But, um, yeah, we're getting, uh, uh, we're derailing a bit. But, yeah, it's just fucking, um, like, I don't know how, I don't know how you fix that problem because it's, now it's happened multiple times where you watch a, a, a reaction channel and you watch him, he's like, I want you to enjoy, like, I want to see you enjoy this thing. And may, they can have different opinions. That's fine. Like, if you have a different opinion, cool. But when you just clearly miss the mark, you completely just did not pay attention because you're worried about how good the song is, how good you can vibe to the song and not pay attention to the song itself. We have an issue mm-hmm. because you're a react, you're reacting to it. 
Like, I mean, I guess a lot of the reactions I watch, you know, because unfortunately I fell down the fucking YouTube hole of fucking reaction, reaction channel. channels. And like, there's, I watch 10, 15 of them now. God damn, that's a lot. That's not, that's not true. I quit watching Shaq. I quit watching, uh, uh, Stevie Knight. Uh, I quit watching Knox Hill. I, I catch a little bit of Knox Hill from time to time. Uh, it's been this, this new guy. I, I, I'm not sure what his name is, but he's like. Lives in Spain or something. He goes back and forth between Spain and the U.S. This guy named uh, like Cliff Beats. I don't. I, I hate this fucking. He he puts like industry ghostwriter uh, reacts to whatever. I guess he's a ghostwriter for the industry. Okay. I guess I don't really know if that's. Okay. What he says his profession is is he fucking ghostwrites. That's my favorite thing too, right? Like that they always all the taglines are always something like. Um, like rapper reacts to rock music for the first time, or it's like this one guy way back in the day. It was a uh, a rap uh, rap head uh, listens to metal, and then uh, he listened to metal for like two years straight. So his taglines were rap guy like rap head listens to metal. And then it switched to metal head listens to rap. Same fucking guy. Yeah, just switched halfway through after like two years. He switched to start reacting to rap, the new rap music coming out. So he switched. I'm a metalhead listening to rap. I'm like, fuck out of here. You know, I. it's funny you mentioned Shaq, though, because like, we used to, you and I have this kind of unspoken connection where out of nowhere we'll be talking about something and realize we're watching the same thing that we didn't even know about. Like, you and I kind of both discovered Shaq at the same time without knowing it. Um, And we watched him for a while, but I don't really follow him so much anymore either. I just, he was of the reaction channels at the time my favorite reactor. But I get a little tired of him from time to time, man, because it's like he's so loud. He's he's so loud, and then he just out of nowhere, he always stops. He takes the headphones off and he gets out of his chair and he walks around. And wait, because that's his stick. I know, I get it. He, and, he, he's built. He like he did it once on like maybe accident or something like, and it got a big reaction. So he's like, "That's my stick." He's like, "Oh, this is a mind blowing moment. Throw my headphones, stand up." Yeah, like that's that's his stick. It's fine. My my I think my issue is. When you start to react to shit I don't care about, I yeah. drop off. Yeah, like, and that's unfortunate because like I can't, you can't have a, a channel that only does Eminem. You only do, you only do his X amount of albums, and you're out of material. Yeah. And so you have to branch off to do like as soon as you, if you're not doing Tech Nine, Eminem, or you know music I like or movies I like or whatever, you, you're listening to a fucking whatever, whatever. I'm not gonna give it a chance. Eventually, he started branching off to uh, shit like. Um... TV sketches or some shit like that, or a lot of people branch off to comedy, which is fine, yeah. depending on the, the comedian they're they're watching. But uh, yeah, if if you just want if you're reacting to something that I don't care about, I'm not gonna watch it. Like, and like that's a small issue. Like his his fandom should like they go to his channel because they like to see him react to stuff. I like to see you react to stuff I like. Yeah. And when you stop reacting to stuff I like, I just. Tune off, but he has millions, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. My one not viewing him. Yeah, he doesn't miss him. So I jump to the next person that just started, and they're they're reacting to the things that everybody else has already reacted to. So they're like, oh, and it's just almost copy paste. It bugs that bugs me a little bit. Like two days ago, I watched this guy react to Bo Burnham's whatever song, and then two days later, this guy is now reacting to Bo Burnham's. Whatever. Yeah, I, I noticed that a lot too. It's like something that is years old now at this point. Somebody. Well, it was from the new like, inside. Okay. Well, either way, like I I see stuff where it's like something that's years old, and you see somebody reacting to it two days ago, 
And then another channel just reacted to it today. And it's like, come on, man. Can you be more blatant? Like, you obviously, you saw this guy react to it, and you're like, Wait, I'm going to do this. There's, uh, there's one guy. Like, uh, of course, there's others. But there's... um. I, I want to say this one guy felt more genuine. Like his uh, his fan base was like, "Hey, how about you react to some Lonely Island stuff? You remember Lonely Island?" That's what it was too. It was Lonely Island. Um, um, Captain Jack Sparrow was the song that came up. And uh, now this guy started reacting to it, and then out of nowhere, like fucking Knox Hill is now reacting to Lonely Island. This guy's now reacting to Lonely Island. This guy's now reacting to Lonely Island. I'm like. Who was the first? But I, like, I'm, I'm assuming it's the guy I saw first, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Somebody else could have been reacting to it, and then they, all the reaction people on YouTube just keep jumping around. To, like, hey, I just watched this guy react. You should react to this stuff. He said, do I remember Lonely Island? Such shit. I still listen to some of that. You still? Come on. You can't tell me you still listen to Lonely Island. Some of it. From time to time, I wander back to it. Were you fucking blaring Mother Lover out your fucking trunk? No, but like, all right, like I watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine um, with Ashley these days. That stars Andy Samberg. Okay. He's like the fucking... I know he's the guy of fucking Lonely Island. I'm just saying. So, like, occasionally I find myself wandering back to a couple old uh, Lonely Island songs. Mm. Fucking, you can't tell me that sometimes you don't be sitting in your car thinking about, like, jizz in my pants. No. I haven't <laughs> thought of that song since, like, the early fucking 2000s. Or whenever it came out. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you fucking, like, bumping I'm the Boss. I haven't, I haven't listened to that one in a hot minute. But, like, I just had sex featuring Akon? No. Come on. I didn't even like that when it came out. Oh, come on. That was a banger. No, it's not. <laughs> That's definitely not a banger. <laughs> the Captain Jack Sparrow one is. That, that, one, that one is. That one's great. Also, yeah. Speaking uh, my, of other fucking YouTube bullshit. Michael Bolton's a cinephile. Speaking of other fucking YouTube bullshit. Yep. Fucking. So, I don't. I don't fucking. I don't get it. I don't. I don't get this world. I understand what we do here is garbage. And I, and I know why there's no views and no nothing, no there's no good listener base. Because what we produce is trash. I get it. Mm-hmm. But these, some of these fucking people, and they're, like, I've never watched a single fucking video of theirs, right? Never watched, but they're the, you hear them everywhere. You go to other channels and you go, they're talking about it. You go to this channel, they talk. It's because like, he's like the, in the top 10 well, of biggest. Yeah, Channel but, team. see, you're cutting me off, and yeah. I can't finish my fucking thought process here. Go ahead. It doesn't fucking matter now. Well, I'm just, I, was, I was cutting in there. Yeah, and it fucking threw me off. My bad. You want to restart? No, I don't even fucking know where I was at, but, like, I'm saying, like, I was going to give examples before I got to the guy I was going to talk about. I was going to give examples, like, Markiplier. I have not watched a single fucking video of Markiplier. I don't even know who that is. Okay, well, I mean, I guess some of the content I watch, he pops up from time to time. And there's like uh there's other big names like uh that doesn't help because I can't think of any. Dude Perfect. Well, see, like Dude Perfect doesn't even come to my mind as a big channel. Oh well, they're okay. I'm surprised by that, but okay. There's like there's other people that drop shit somewhere. They they just drop shit. They get big things and they drop them off of things. How ridiculous! I don't know. Australian. I don't know. Uh, I think that might be. Because about. I was watching this one channel and he made a giant sword for them to drop off of something. And they're a big popular channel or some shit. I don't oh, know. maybe. I don't know. I don't fucking know. But anyway, doesn't fucking matter because you threw me off my fucking my train of thought and I had some shit planned and then now I'm fucking lost. I'm talking about Mr. Beast here. I don't fucking get Mr. Beast. Uh, you know what? And it's funny. Um, all right. So uh, full disclosure, um, I do occasionally watch some of his stuff. Not necessarily to say it's good stuff, but I do occasionally watch it. 
Um, so you 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 tune in from time to time. I do, but like, I just don't get it because like look, I watched I, I I watched one fucking video of this guy, and that's all that's all I can muster to watch one video. Which one was it? Now they they had a gigantic they had a big empty fucking warehouse room and they put a gigantic monopoly board on the ground, and they they had X amount of contestants with real money play monopoly. I remember that one. That one's kind of old now. That's that's what, it popped up in my feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I don't know how new or recent this shit is. Yeah. And they're just walking around buying properties, playing playing Monopoly incorrectly. I might add. Also, yeah, I remember that. I remember being very frustrated about that. Because one, you know what's not a fucking rule in Monopoly? Free parking. Yeah. You know what free parking does? In elongates the game because you keep putting money back into the pool. The whole point of the Monopoly, you have your set fine amount of money, and that's it. And then when your money's gone, it's gone. You don't go, I need a seven to get on free parking to re get my money back. Yeah. That's you, just a house rule. Yeah, it's just a house rule. And that's what makes Monopoly games take forever because the money's never fucking depleting. The game ends when you're out of fucking money. If you keep putting money back into the game, you're not depleting the money. Yeah. You know what else is um nobody ever pays attention to the rule that uh when you land on a property, you have to buy it or it gets auctioned. Yeah, well they did that once. Okay. Uh, yeah, they, they did do that. They at the very beginning, he landed on a property he didn't want to buy, and they started auctioning it. So they they did follow that rule at least okay. once, or I saw they did one clip of them doing that. Yeah, but I just don't get it. Like he has the winner got ten thousand dollars, and then every participant walked away with two thousand dollars. I think there was six people playing. Yeah, probably. So what is that? I don't know math. Uh, That's twenty grand. Twenty grand. Yeah. Like, why? And we were talking a little bit uh, off mic is he gets the money through sponsorships. Sponsorships give him a fucking, he's like, here's $30,000. Go make a video with it. Give it all away. Just make a dope-ass video. How, like, why and how? Yeah. Because you, you're telling me, is I, I know nothing about this fucking guy other than through watching other channels talk about him and sometimes you'll see like videos pop up as like Mr. Beast entered my chat and gave me fucking thousands of dollars, you know, in the Twitch chat and he just donated thousand dollars to make some cry and those videos hit my fucking list like Mr. Beast makes fucking X person cry by donating money, and that's all I know about the guy. Yeah, and he he helps like he was with uh, the the uh, game theory people on a thing helping grow trees around the world. Yeah, and Mark Rober and and. Yeah. Yeah, Mark Rober's another fucking big guy that he makes those fucking glitter bombs, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, and he does science stuff. I, I like Mark Rober. I only know him for the glitter bomb things. Yeah. Okay. I, I like Mark Rober. He's, he's does, a he's, fucking NASA engineer. Of yeah, course you like him. He's an engineer. Him. Yeah, of course. That's, uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. That's, of course, why I like him because he makes all these cool um, builds and designs and shit. So, yeah, I, whatever. Yeah, well, I only know him for the glitter bomb stuff. <laughs> good, a good reason to know him. I guess those things are getting boring. Yeah. It's the same shit over and over again. And I've watched all fucking four iterations of those videos. And I'm like, you're doing this, like, okay, you've improved the device a little bit, but it's still... Because those are the ones where he, uh, he he tricks, like, Amazon thieves and shit, like, with those yeah, glitter bombs, uh, right? Porch yeah. Pirates, yeah, yeah, Porch Pirates, yeah. Yeah, Porch Pirates, that's in the, the term. Yeah. Um, but to get a little bit back on back on topic, Mr. B started off, you said he was counting to a million or something. Yeah, shit. like, his earliest videos were stuff like he would, it was, like, uh, counting to 100,000 live on, or, like, in one in one go, um, and it took like 10 hours or some shit like that. So his like earliest videos are like a 10 hour long videos of just him counting. Um, who finds that in, in I, 
I don't know. Because if that's the content you're putting out, shit like that, you're putting that kind of content out, hey, is it, was that content not getting anywhere, and then you changed it up, and then, then all this happened, or was it that content getting him somewhere to then provide him to do all the stuff he's doing now? That's the question. Yeah. Do you know the answer to that question? I don't. I honestly, I don't know. Um, you know, and there are videos that are like um, the story of Mr. Beast or something like that, or you could go back and try and follow his channel. And like, I, again, I have followed Mr. Beast for a while, but I don't know enough about his backstory, um, where he came from and why he started doing it. All I know is like, yeah, his earliest videos were just stuff like, and they were challenges. Like he used to do challenges. Um, and occasionally he still does, but like a lot of his earlier videos are like, I survived 24 hours underwater or some shit like that, right? Which, you know, it and, like, that's just how he built up his following. Why or when he started transitioning to giving away money, I don't I don't quite know. Um, but it's just, like, it's, it's just, and it's always random, too. And you don't always win. Some people go on Mr. Beast thinking, like, they're going to win a lot of money. And then they leave with nothing because they lost the challenge. Um, that's how it should be. Yeah. Like, at the end of the Monopoly one, when everybody walked away with two grand, and the winner walked away with ten, and then everybody else walked away with like uh, two grand, I was like, "What the fuck was the point?" Everybody fucking walked away with something. Fuck out of here. Yeah, no, he ha- he has ones where it's like people come on there, um, and it's like he's at the store and he says, "Anything you can fit into this circle, I will buy right now, but it can't hang over the or it can't it can't touch outside the circle, and if it falls, you lose everything." And they go and grab a bunch of stuff, and then he reveals the circle. And sometimes the circle's like fucking 12 inches in diameter or some shit like that, and they've got a shit ton of stuff that they have to try and pile on there. And they walk away with fucking nothing because they got overly greedy, and they lost. Um, and then there's other situations See, where... That, that, that's good. I, I kind of like that content. Yeah, that's decent. You man. don't know the size of the hole, and you're just like, he, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy everything. He also does the... He's done these ones where it's like he gives a random person his credit card and doesn't tell them what the credit limit is. And says, go pick out some stuff. If it gets approved, it's yours. But if it's denied, you get nothing. So he does some of those, too. Um, granted, those are kind of like gimmicks because it doesn't have a limit on it. It's like fucking whatever. But anyway, um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. But there, there are situations where people walk away with nothing, right? That does happen. But he's also done some hugely extravagant things like he's done competitions for like a million dollars he rebuilt the entire goddamn set of squid games that's fine like i'm not like i'm not i'm not arguing the fact that he does some cool stuff no i'm 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 just i don't know how i don't understand why yeah well i and that's that's kind of where i was going with this like i don't understand why he transitioned into it or how or when because like even like you can even argue the fact that the people that show up onto the fucking on Mr. Beast and win nothing. They still got some exposure. Mm-hmm. So they can then go, I was so and so on fucking this I'm the one that lost that challenge. And people are gonna know who you are because everybody fucking I don't know how many fucking millions he has, but X million people have seen you fail that challenge. You have now been you now have some fucking uh exposure. Yeah. Man, I wonder if we should tag Mr. Beast in this and get some exposure. Um, we're kind of semi talking shit about him. No, well, I mean, only sort of. Like, I, like, I'm, like I said, I respect what he, I respect anybody that can fucking do anything. Well, I, I wouldn't say we're talking shit about him. More so as like we just don't understand the why. Yeah, we we're just too fucking old to get it. Yeah, I mean, but again, not like I don't 
fucking watch his videos. I mean, you can check my goddamn YouTube history. It's there. I've only watched the one, and then fucking YouTube is like, oh, my God, you watched the Mr. Beast video. Here's an entire feed. I'm like, no, no, YouTube. There are. Look, and the reason I follow some of these is, right, because what if, what if one day he calls upon me? Right? Do you do you are you active in his comments? No. Are you active on his fucking uh, Twitch stream? No. And uh, how is he gonna get uh, a hold of hold you? Hold on, just hold on, <laughs> just hold the fuck on. But he has had people on there, and the prizes they get are determined based on the videos of his that they have watched. Oh, so you're like, let me just make sure I've watched everything he has, and then not communicate with his audience in any way, and reach out in any way, and I'm maybe I'll get fucking picked. Because I'm shy, I don't like to communicate in in open forums. As we fucking do a podcast that goes live well, once a week. Yeah, but, you know, that's not like an open forum where I'm communicating back and forth with people. I'm communicating with you. Anybody else that's listening to this, they, you know. They're just the, eavesdroppers. They're just eavesdroppers. Yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I'll never get picked for a Mr. Beast channel. But if we tag him right here in this episode. I don't then, even know how to put the hashtags. Yeah. I, I, can, I can make, I can put, like, tags, like, on the video for, when, for like, search results. Like, so if you're searching so-and-so thing... Our video, our podcast might get pulled into the search results, but put hashtags like when you watch the video, there's like a little hashtags underneath the thing. I don't know how to put those there. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know if I go to if I if I go to the tag thing where you put all your tags in. If I put a hashtag in front of it, does that count? Does it put it? I don't fuck. I don't know how this shit works, man. Yeah, I'm not certain either. I mean, hell, we used to, we talked about this a long time ago with Tom McDonald too. <laughs> But we won't get back on the Tom McDonald track. Yeah, but I mean, I even say like, even though like we'll rag on Tom McDonald, uh, mainly you will rag on him. Uh, you still got to respect what the fuck he did. Yeah, I mean, you have to respect anybody, but man, he like, turned nothing into something. And I wouldn't say his music's trash. It just has a certain viewpoint that I can. I just don't like it. That's my thing. Like, it's just not my thing. I I, I don't. I don't like the persona he puts on, but I don't want to get back into Tom McDonald, man. We've, we used to do this forever and a day ago. Like I, I go on rants about this shit. I don't want to get back into that. I haven't watched like most, any of his new shit in a while. Has he had anything new in a while? He, I don't know. He put in a like, new song out with a collab with somebody. He yeah. finally stopped showing up on my YouTube feeds. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I totally forgot about him for a while. He did something with Dax recently, didn't he? I, I don't know. Oh, whatever. doesn't matter. But back on the subject of... Uh, I mean, we could, we could, are you, do you have anything else to add about Mr. Beast? No, I've only watched the one video. I just don't understand it. Yeah. I mean, okay. That's fair. Maybe we should, again, let's tag him. We should ask Mr. Beast to explain the why to us. Yeah. He's going to, a podcast that gets six views a week. He's donated thousands of dollars to people that get zero views on Twitch. Yeah. I mean, don't motherfucking cat bit the shit out of my arm. He did that to me a minute ago, but it was my sleeve, so I didn't feel it. But, no, I, I'm just saying, that's his thing. He goes to people that are unnoticed and unrecognized, and he gives them a shit ton of money. Yeah, but they're not, like, the, the, the difference is they're not expecting it. I'm not asking I, him to give us money. Yeah, you just fucking are. No, I just asked him to explain the why to us. I'm not saying Mr. Beast donate tens of thousands of dollars to us. I'm just saying Mr. Beast come explain the why to us. Why Why did you start, how did you start donating money? Yeah, he's going to give that interview to a fucking yeah, no-name fucking he, he podcast. Might. Who knows? You never know. He's a philanthropist. He likes giving to the small people. We're using big words. <laughs> he plants trees, man. I planted a tree once. Was it a tree or was it? Never mind. <laughs> Laid some seed down at one point in time. Laid some seeds in your sock. Many places. <laughs> 
Oh fuck. Um, what was the next subject on your on your list? I was bitching about fucking that reaction channel, uh, Mr. Beast. Okay. Um, back to board gaming. Yep. Did you mention board game for like a brief second? Yeah. Fucking. Uh, I'm missing out on a lot of Kickstarter stuff, man. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> you have FOMO bad, man. You've got FOMO bad. All these acronyms and shit. It's fear of missing out. Come on, you don't know what FOMO is? You use fear of missing out all the time, and you've never heard the, the acronym FOMO? I think I've heard it like when we were talking about it once before. Okay. Well, and I, I'm just, I was fucking with you. I knew what you meant. Okay. I'm just like, you with all your fucking big words and acronyms and shit. Sorry. But, no, it's like, well, hi, cat. <laughs> We've got a special guest star. <laughs> The best part of the show. All this is getting cut out. So. <laughs> no, it's tragic, really. I don't know. You might even hear the cat purring. Get, 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 cat. Ah, get. Okay. <laughs> All right. I gotta compose myself. Lemon face. Lion face. <laughs> Waiting for it. All right. All right. Good. Uh, what? I don't remember. Oh, FOMO. Um. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I use acronyms sometimes, but uh, but no, um, I don't know. I I don't know if it's necessarily the fear of missing out. It's just like, like th- one, this game. I'm gonna talk uh, the game I I was looking into, and actually I picked up, and it's gonna be delivered today at some point. Is uh, Marvel United? Now this normally, because you pointed it out in the text message, this is not a game I would normally go for. Because one, I'm not the biggest Marvel fan. Yeah, especially when the box comes with like. You got is Captain America, X Men, fucking Black Widow, and uh, I don't fucking know who else is in the box. Uh, Iron Man's on the front. Thor's on there. I don't think Thor's in there. Thor's on there, wasn't he? I swear to God, Thor's on. And it doesn't matter. I mean, there's a whole different Thor expansion box that I can't get because I didn't kick back to Kickstarter. Okay. But like, and then it looks a little child, but like it was a co- it's a cooperative game, and it hit a lot of people on the, on the YouTubes that I watch. Hit a lot of their, like, it was in their top 100, and some of it making to the top 20s and 10s and, like, almost, like, top 10 slots and shit. So, I'm like, if these people, which I value their opinion on board gaming, are saying this is in the top 100 and it goes above and it's in the top 20, top 10, it's got to be good. In theory. So, I watched a couple, you know, reviews on it and uh, these people discussing and explaining the game. I'm like, that sounds, you know, it sounds pretty good. I guess I'll, let me look at it. It's like, oh, they got a little Spider-Man expansion that you can get off of Amazon. And then, oh, they just released X-Men. I love me some X-Men. Yep. They just did a whole X-Men box. So I'm like, this would be cool. I can play it solo. Sweet. But if I can convince, if I can get some people together, we can play it. It's a cooperative game. I can get, you know, three, four friends together and play a game. And that's all I care about at the end of the day. I don't really care the theme of the game. If I'm getting around the table with some friends and we're playing a game, fuck it. And it's Marvel, so I'm like, well, Nick likes Marvel. Ish, yeah. Ish. I like Marvel. I like certain things of You Marvel. like comic books and superheroes and stuff. Yeah. So, it's fair to say that you like Marvel. And it's, it, it look, I sent you the link. Well, I didn't send you a link, but I'm like, hey, look up this game. Is, does it look like something you'll be interested in? And you go, yeah, my, I'd play it. So, I'm like, fuck it, I'll pick it up, and we can play some fucking board games. But digging deeper... Because you go and look and like, what else, what's all available for this game? It's the base game, and then there's the X-Men one. But Amazon has the Spider-Man exclusive to Amazon 
expansion with a Doctor Strange expansion. Okay. And you go, okay, well, I'll, go, I'll, I'll buy it on Amazon, get that, those expansions. And then, but you see all these other expansions, the Sinister Six, the Thor, the Black Panther, the fucking uh, Infinity Gauntlet, the fucking uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. And there's like 12 expansions. And you're like, well, fuck. Like, and then like, when, when are those coming out? They were, okay, they were, they were giving it all the Kickstarters. But are any of those going to hit mass market, you know, at some point? You know, the base game comes out, Kickstarters get everything early, and throughout the years they'll produce the rest of them. No. All those expansions say Kickstarter exclusive. Mm. So only if you back the Kickstarter were you able to get these fucking expansions. Now, in a way, is it fear of missing out? A little bit. It's like, fuck, man, I didn't get all that shit. Because what if the game's really good? Now we have this game that has X amount of scenarios, and then you play the X-Men one that has X amount of scenarios, you play the Spider-Man X amount of scenarios, and then you're out. Like, and then, but you know that there is fucking 10 other expansions that you cannot get access to. Yeah. eBay. Yeah, for eBay for a ridiculous amount of money. I know. Because it's not going to be, because it's exclusive. So therefore, there's only X amount of these copies existing. So therefore, they're always going to be 80 bucks, 100 bucks to fucking buy them. Yeah. 100 bucks for an expansion to a game? Yeah. Like, fucking calm, calm your tits now. Yeah, that's tough. I saw like someone had the whole thing, like the whole Kickstarter package for like four fifty on eBay, and I could originally bought it at one ninety if I backed it on Kickstarter. Yeah, of course I feel like fuck, man. I should have backed it on Kickstarter. Yeah, not even if I didn't want to fucking play the game, I could have backed it and fucking sat it on the shelf, and never touched a goddamn thing for fucking five hundred dollars now. Yeah, that's true. Like my Bloodborne uh, board game I have, which I want to play, I just have no friends to play it. That's fair. But right now that thing's like eight hundred bucks on eBay. What did you pay three for it? I paid like three fifty for everything. Yeah, and I think only. But see, that one I think was done better because there's only like um, Kickstarter exclusive characters. There's no Kickstarter exclusive um, uh, expansion packs. Just a couple characters. Yeah, which is fine because even even this has exclusive uh, characters, which. It's fine, like, Spider-Pig is an exclusive Kickstarter character for Spider-Pig. I don't fucking want Spider-Pig. Fuck out of here. Yeah. So, like, like I don't need that shit. You, the, all the Kickstarter exclusive, you could have Kickstarter exclusive characters, but Kickstarter exclusive expansions? Yeah, that's kind of tough. It's fucked. It limits your market, you know what I mean? Like, because that, that, in turn, could also um, deter some people from buying it, because they're like, what if I really like this? I'm not going to be able to get everything for that's it. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, I, I spent... I spent seventy bucks to go buy the base game, uh, with the Spider-Man expansion and the uh, Doctor Strange expansion because that was a, a Amazon bundle exclusive deal, and then I spent another like, uh, and I bought the X-Men one because I like X-Men. Yep. So if I like the game, I'll have the X-Men one. If I don't like either one of them, I can go sell them off to somebody. No, no, like it won't be. I'll lose a little bit of money, but somebody else will get a copy of it. Yeah. So it's not. It won't be too much of a loss if I don't like it. But if I do like it. I'm missing all this other content that's available for it. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of a bummer. No, that, that's kind of a bummer though. Um, I, I agree with that. Uh, it, it, what's hard for me about that though is like backing stuff like Kickstarter's is just like um, it's it's investing so much money on a maybe. But but like depending on the company. Yeah. If, it, if it's Simon Games, you know they're going to 
release the product. If it's Joe Blow in his garage creating something, it might not come through. Well, I don't mean a maybe like maybe it won't come through. I mean a maybe like maybe it's good, maybe it's not. Well, see that, but that's the same thing with like if you could buy a video game, maybe it's good, maybe it's not. Yeah, but that's what trailers are for. That's not what trailers are for. <laughs> well, technically it is. In a way, but like I, I don't see how if I watch the Diablo Four trailer, does that sell me on the game? It could, it could not. But the the point of a trailer, trailers exist to pique people's interest in something. Um, I'm already invested in the in the the world of Diablo. Yeah, I am going to buy Diablo Four. Like, yeah, but not everybody's like you. You know, some people don't want to just put something in without without seeing, without knowing. Yeah, and that's now. Even without the trailer, which I, I have watched the Diablo 4 trailer, and it's interesting. It brings out Lilith, and you're like, oh, shit, that's Mephisto's daughter. Fucking, oh, shit. This world's going to be pretty dope. The stories they're telling there is going to be pretty cool. But I'm already sold on the game. Yeah. Because I'm a fan of it. Now, you watch, knowing nothing of Diablo, you watching that Diablo 4 trailer, I don't understand how that's going to sell you on the game. But it doesn't show you gameplay. It doesn't show you anything. It gives you a story about this dark uh, demon uh, queen coming to being reborn. It's all it shows you. Okay. But it could pique your interest in the, the rest of the original series. But also, again, not everybody's like you. Even other people that love the Diablo series already, they might not necessarily be dedicated to buying the fourth game when it comes out just because they love the rest of the series. They might want to know what it's about because they've been disappointed in the past by sequels. Right? I mean, how many people can say they've been disappointed by sequels? Final Fantasy X-2. Um, yeah, but see, like, even like Final Fantasy X, and I'm, I'm not saying trailers are bad for everybody. Like, this is a conversation between me and you and my opinion on trailers. Right. This is not the mass world. But I did not buy Final Fantasy X because I saw the, the advertisement on TV. Right. I bought Final Fantasy X because our buddy had a copy of Final Fantasy X. Same. And I was like, that game looks dope. I buy it. That, and that was my argument. We're, we're going back to a fucking text conversation we had, and we're, he brought it back up. So, But that's like when I, when I say, like, what, what started all of this is Pokemon Legends Arceus, Arceus whatever, um, came out. Now, I saw this game when I'm working at the grocery store I work at. It's not just a grocery store. We saw other things. But I saw, we had two copies come in. And I looked at him like, oh, another Pokemon game. And that's all I thought about it. Oh, just another Pokemon game. Because Pokemon, to me, is they, they do the same thing over and over and over again. Red and Blue are the same as Diamond and Pearl, just different different Pokemon. Yep. Same as Ruby, Sapphire, Diamond and Pearl. Those might be backwards. I don't know. Uh, is it Ruby, Sapphire, then Diamond and Pearl? Or is it Diamond Pearl, Ruby, it's Sapphire? It's Ruby, Sapphire, then Diamond Pearl. Sure. And then you got XY. Or you have Black and White. Black, White, XY, Sun, Moon. Sun Moon. All those games play exactly the same. Yeah, give or take. Yeah, basically. Now they add different things like breeding and this and other other creatures and other little tiny things. But they all it's catch Pokemon, go to the gym. Sometimes there's Team Rocket or whatever. It's the bad guy of the era. Yeah, and but you're not really doing a quest. Like they're just kind of there, and you battle them, and then you take them down. But you still got to go find the Elite Four and get all the gym badges. It's the same game, rinse and repeat, with different monsters. Basically, yeah. Now, I've had, like, this game, knowing nothing about it, I look at it and go, another Pokemon game. Put it to the side. I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to play it. Then, I watched somebody, it was no fucking trailer, I watched somebody play the game. 
And I go, oh, it's an open world Pokemon game. I can walk around and just Pokemon, and I can throw a ball. There's no pausing and going into a fucking battle scene. I just, they're there. I throw the Pokeball. Oh, I throw my Pokemon out and we do a duel in this turn-based piece. You still got to keep it turn-based because it doesn't work that way. Oh, there's a level 40 Rapidash running down the fucking... I'm like, my Pokemon level 8, there's a level 40 Rapidash running across the screen right now. I got to run my ass out of here. That fucking sounds dope. Yeah. That sounds like the next logical leap for Pokemon that should have happened probably back in the N64. Yeah. Maybe the GameCube. Yeah. No, and I agree. Like, so the point you're making here is that... The point I'm making here is I didn't see a trailer about it. Yeah. I didn't know this game was coming out. I knew nothing about this game. I saw Pokemon. I'm like, whatever. And then... I get, and then I saw somebody I watch on YouTube play the game. I go, oh, that looks great. I, I'm thinking about picking that up. I'm gonna go. Let me go chat with, chat with Nick. Nick might know about Pokemon. Hey, have you seen this new Pokemon game? Yep, I already bought it. Yeah, you go. Yeah, I already bought it. And, I, and then you go. Eh, it's kind of okay. And then I forget. Like I have to go back into our text conversations, but that led to uh, you said, what did you say? Something about you hadn't seen the trailer for it. No, it's not that I haven't seen the trailer, but you were arguing with me. It was, uh, if you, you were arguing with me that, you know, watching the trailer gives you the, you know, gives you the, like, oh, I might want to pick that up and buy this game. Yeah. Gives you the idea of putting it in your head. And I go, well, I'll just wait to watch somebody play it. And you, and then this is where we ended the conversation because I was like, well, I'll just wait and watch somebody play it. You go, but then you don't get it day one, and I'm like, what the fuck's the... Like, now, why is it so important to get it day one? I want to interject here just a little bit. Um, I'll pull the text message. No, hold on, hold on. Clearly, you can't, you can't hear tone of voice through text message, right? But I want you to understand that as I'm texting you... Hold on, hold on. Let me go back and try and read some of these. Um, as I'm texting you, um, the tone of voice was, but how will you know if you like something that's going to come out? You know, like that kind of shitty, sarcastic tone of voice. All right, so I want to know. I want you to understand that. Um, uh, maybe, maybe I thought you understood that. I thought that I thought that tone of voice was coming through the text message, but we might have had we might have been having two totally different conversations. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you, you can't read your sarcasm or your like whatever right. silliness. But yeah, you you just go how, how like how are you going to know something's good that's coming out if you didn't watch the trailer? I'm like, well, I watched somebody play the game, right? Well, no, and and uh, while I agree with you, right? Like I personally, I like gameplay too, right? I I don't want to, not to say I don't. I do buy games without seeing gameplay for them a lot, right? But um, I do sometimes when I'm having a tough decision on like, do I think I'll like this game? I do wait for somebody to have some gameplay footage of it so I can try and catch a peek of it. But I also enjoy trailers though. It, it, trailers to me aren't necessarily something that make me want to buy something, but they pique my interest in it. They get me excited for something. And then I look out for more content for them. I look out for a gameplay trailer or I look out for, um, you know, a sneak peek or something like that. Same thing goes with movies, not just games. Uh, that's why that's why I like trailers. Cause Wait, well, it's just, is it right here? It's, you know, after your, your comment here, but how you know if you like something uh, that's going to come out? I watch somebody play it. You reply, but yeah... Uh, but then you uh, you have to wait for it to actually be out. Yeah. And I go, and? Question mark? You go, that's tragic. 
again, like I said, we were having two totally separate conversations here. Because while you're reading that as, as totally serious and stern, like, that's so tragic waiting. I was saying, like, well, I mean, you, put, you, you put the LOL there, so I, know, I understand it's <laughs> I know, jokey. I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like. Right. So, like, we're not actually that far off, right, you and I. Um, whereas I do, I do like getting things day one. But that's just because I have a problem with instant gratification. Uh, that's just my nature. I, when I want something, I want it now. I don't want to wait for it. Um, and I, I've made that same argument about but, like Christmas presents and shit but too. That that would help your, is you have, you have the problem where you go, I don't know if I'm gonna like this, but you also have the problem like I want to buy it now. Well, the only things I buy but, now though are the ones I know I, I yeah, are, I'm sure I'm gonna like. If you just cut it all that out and just wait for it to come out. Watch something about it so you can know, will I like this or not? It will take care of all that. And I do that a bit, right? Like, the things I'm not sure about, I do wait for. Um, but, like, I pre-order things that I'm sure I'm going to like. I could be wrong, sure, because we could always be wrong. But, like, I pre-ordered Horizon Forbidden West um, because I'd seen trailers for it, gameplay footage of it, um, and I liked the first one. Yeah, you know, I pre-order things and get them day one on things that, for the most part, I'm sure about. But if I'm hesitant or I'm questionable about it, I don't. You know, I wait. Um, and I like to try and see gameplay footage of it. It's just some things, like I, like I said, I was being a dick. I was being a dick through text message. But some things I do, I'm like, I want to have it. My instant gratification says I want it now. And I want to get it as soon as I possibly can. This game, Pokemon Legends Arceus, I had no reason for wanting it now. I didn't. I, I hadn't seen gameplay footage of it. I said I didn't even know this game was fucking coming out. Yeah, I mean I heard about it a while back. I didn't know enough about it. Um I knew it was a different kind of style than we're used to with Pokemon games, and that kind of piqued my interest a little bit. But something sparked in me Friday. It came out Friday and something sparked in me and all of a sudden I was like, I wanna pick this up. And it was like sold out everywhere already. Like hard copies were sold out everywhere. And it might be because they only got two copies. Yeah, two we, copies. we only got two copies in my my store. Yeah, I mean everything could be shifting to digital, you know, for all we know. But, um, you know, I happened to find a copy of it at a at a store, and I was like, I'm gonna buy this right now. That's probably what it came down to. Is you went to a store and was like, we don't have any. You're like, fuck, and you start rushing around to other stores, and you're like, I found one. I gotta buy it because there's one here because everybody else is sold out. But there was like tons of copies there too, oh, though. Okay. So it wasn't like they were almost out. There was like behind the. Behind the display case, when they opened it up, there was a bunch of them, right? So it wasn't like I could have waited until a couple days later, and they probably still would have had some. Or, again, I always... I know you and I have talked about the, 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 the battle between digital versus hard copy. I'm not opposed to digital. I prefer hard copy, but I'm not opposed to digital. The reason I went hard copy on this one specifically is because I have two Switches at home, um, and if I got a digital copy, it'd be hard for Charlie to play it. I bought it with Charlie in mind, knowing that I don't like it. I'm sure Charlie will. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, just, if, uh, for some reason, maybe it's just stuck in my head because we're old and we, we used to have to buy physical discs. When I have a console, I feel like I, it needs to be physical. It feels better when it's physical. Now, unfortunately, uh, since like mid-2000s, uh, fucking PC gaming went all digital. You can't even buy physical copies of PC games. Yeah. If, if if you if you could, I'd probably still buy physical copies. Yeah, but uh, you just can't. So I, I I accept that for PC. But when it comes to my console gaming, 
I just I have a hard time going. I'll buy it digitally. Yeah. Especially like we can go back on Demon Souls. Demon Souls was like seventy bucks on fucking the PlayStation Store. It was on sale everywhere else. Yeah, for what, like forty bucks? For like forty bucks, I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm fucking, I'm gonna buy it fucking physically, physically because fucking it's cheaper. Yeah, well, and see, I, I have a lot of digital content, but the reason I have so much digital content is because the digital sales, um, don't always match the the physical sales, right? Like I, a lot of the digital games I have, I got on extreme sale. Well, yeah, no, if I, if I said, if there's a game I wanted to play, like, shit, right now, like, Horizon, which I have for the PS4, but Horizon's on sale on Steam right now for, like, half off or something. Like, if I really wanted to play it, I'd go, I'd buy it digitally. That's a game to put hours into, man, and, and like, I know that's hard for you, because you're, we've talked about this, it's hard to catch your interest in something, especially if it's going to be a adventure like that, like, hours. Yeah, no, if it's going to be a 100-hour-plus game or 60-hour-plus game, it's got to be really, it's got to suck me in. Yeah. Because I'm not going to put that time into it. And that that's the thing is I I put in, I don't know, probably 60 to 80 hours on, on the first Horizon game. Um, you don't have to by any means. I mean, the main story isn't that long. But I like doing all the extra stuff. And I even got the, when I bought it, I, I got it on sale for $5, including the DLC. Hey, you, you did the same thing with God of War. You wait for that thing to be like a buck or whatever. It's 13 bucks, But I got the hard copy of that. But uh, Horizon... I got it like Black Friday on PlayStation Network a few years ago for five dollars and included the DLC and I was like, "Fuck it!" I mean, I, I, I kind of want to play this game. Let me check it out, and I did. And it took me like a year to play it, but um, but it was worth it. Yeah, I bought a hard copy and then just sat here and never touched it, and then I was like, "Whatever." Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of forgot where we went, where we were on yeah, on track with this one, but I don't know, but. It was the Pokemon trailers, blah, um, things. I uh, I think that was all four. We managed to touch them all. I knew we would. We touched a lot of things. Yeah, we, just, we went a little out of order, and we got, we got there eventually. I'm like, I don't know how we're going to segue into this, but we segue into things. I mean, we tend to segue into things that have no goddamn sense into what we're talking about anyway, so I'm sure we could, I'm sure we could string something together that does make sense from time to time. Um... No, I mean, but I I can let you know more about Pokemon later. Yeah, I don't care. Like I said, my, uh, it sounds cool. My problem with the Pokemon, with the new Pokemon, is it's not fuck. it's set in fucking Diamond and Pearl fucking region. It's... But it's, it's like early years, but in that area. Yeah, I, it is kind of that, that region. It's, um... Hisun? I don't know. I don't know how to... But whatever. The region's called something else. Um... But yes, it's like it's got like an origins vibe to it. It's the yeah, but that's fu- it's fine to be an origin vibe. Is is before the Pokedex? It's before you had real Pokeballs and they were made out of acorns or what the fuck ever. Cool, mm-hmm. but why are we over there? And why are we not? in what is it? Fucking Indigo or yeah, Kanto? What, Kanto. Kanto. Why are we not there with the original one fifty one? Because uh, because Arceus is the original Pokemon. Yeah, he's the like, god he, of he's Pokemon. He's the god of Pokemon. But why are we over here? Yeah, I don't. I don't want a fucking Badoof. <laughs> you do want Badoof. I don't want a fucking Badoof. You do want Badoof, and you'll learn that later. But um, as my HM slave. Yes, yes, Badoof is your <laughs> HM slave. He can learn everything, um, even surf. Um, but uh, but no, it's 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 got something to do with the fact that Arceus is the god of Pokemon. So you're in Arceus, the region that Arceus was discovered in, or whatever of that nature. Um, because as you progress through the Pokemon lore Kanto is not the original 
um, region, right? Technically, I guess that would make Hoenn the original region. I don't care about the fucking Pokemon lore. Yeah, I just obviously. want my OG 151. You're not going to get your OG 151 in this. No, I mean, they, they got they got a uh, fucking Geodude floating around. You can go pick up, and there's a fucking uh, Ponyta fucking floating around in a Rapidash. There, but, is a, there is a guaranteed shiny Ponyta. Yeah, I don't care. I'm sure. These shinies lost all their fucking meaning. Oh, yeah, because they used to be, like, special, and now it's like everybody's shiny hunting. Like if there's a way to manipulate it, and yeah, I'm fine with that. You can f- figure out how to manipulate and get your shinies, sure. But when they just go, here's your shinies, they go fuck off. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, apparently, Arceus did make shiny hunting um, manipulatable or easier in a sense. Like, there's a certain shiny farming tactic in this game, but. Yeah, I don't care. You also get a fucking cell phone, and it's fucking supposed to be modern time or like it's fucking a, ancient it's, time. But it's you get a, an arc phone. It's an arc phone. Yeah, yeah fuck out of here. <laughs> That's just like fucking, uh, yo, fucking this- Breath of the Wild goes. Here's a fucking tablet. Yeah. Fuck out of here. It's a Legend of Zelda game. Why the fuck are you giving me a tablet? Why the fuck do I have a cell phone in ancient times in fucking Pokemon? Man, you weren't supposed to start ranting yet. I had more to talk about, but yeah, now we're ranting, so we're going to end this goddamn episode. That was my plan, but what else you got? I was just going to mention that this game takes a much darker tone than, like, the other Pokemon. Like, flat out, they talk about death in this goddamn game. Like, you, you get brought to this village, and this the, the scout fucking master or whatever is like, we'll put you to this test, but if you fail it, you're going to be out to your own fate or possibly death. Um, like you fall from the sky and the guy's like, I'm surprised you didn't die. And it's like, that's not that fucking dark, but compared to the original Pokemon games, it that's is not that dark. They don't talk about fucking death. You want to see dark. I'm waiting. I, I, I had nothing, man. Oh, I thought this was going to start off a new rant or a tangent or something. I was going to, but you want to see dark then. No, I got nothing either. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying comparatively to like the original Pokemon games. This is, it's kind of dark, man. Like, flat out, we'll just let you die if you're not useful to us. It's not that dark. It Comparatively. Eh. Like, that's it. all I'm saying. If you want to see dark, come visit my sock drawer. <laughs> Why is the sock drawer dark? No lights.